while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Good evening and happy Friday. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow. We're here with Chris McCarthy. So, Marcus, well, how do you have chat messages? Well, we've, got a, we've got a few. Yeah, we got a few. I'd read a couple during the first hour. Uh, we've got another one. Uh, Tom from Dartmouth. I'm assuming not Tom Hodgson. But uh, Tom, from, uh, Tom from Dartmouth says, because we were asking everybody, you know, who would you bring to a Red Sox game? And why we had people say that they'd bring their their father or uh, uh, in return for all the Red Sox games they went to and their son to pay it forward. Uh, we had people say they'd bring in their, you know, their friends from uh, that they played with in Little League. Some people said they'd bring their mother because it's Mother's Day. Uh, we've got Tom in Dartmouth who says um, I'd bring my wife and kids. Um, we used to go to Red Sox games quite a bit. We haven't gone in quite some time. This seems like a good opportunity. And uh, I was there for uh, one of the games. Uh, I guess that re- I, the reverse, was it the reverse sweep against the Yankees in the ALC, uh, the ALCS? Yeah. yeah, he said he was, uh, so Tom from Dartmouth said he was there for the ALCS. And it was uh, one of the games and it was a really special memory for him so uh we appreciate it uh tom from dartmouth so send us so if you want to win red sox tickets from uh former new bedford mayor scott lang of the law firm of lang exaferis and bullard a great law firm our law firm and yours a great sponsor of this show um you can uh use the wbsm app message us a uh, uh message us on the wbsm app we're uh, up until nine o'clock and uh tell us who um, you would bring and why leave your email address so we know who it is so we know um, leave your email address so we know who uh, who to send the tickets to because they're going to be sent electronically and we love your story but if you don't want the tickets please put that in your story that you, you can't use the ticket yeah that way we don't end up giving them to somebody who somebody doesn't want them because um, so, they can't make the, make the game um, so, yeah, so 508-996-0500. But, Chris, uh, before we get started on the issues, and, again, uh, we're looking forward to reading some more app chat messages. Um, before we get started on the issues, um, I did want to, I think we should recognize our friend and colleague, uh, Phil Paleologus, who uh, signed off as the morning mayor in the morning yeah. slot uh, for the last time on Friday. I know he'll be involved with us in many capacities, but he's not going to be here every morning from uh, 6 to 9 p.m. And I just wanted to, and I, I texted him, I wanted to congratulate him on a great run. Oh, Phil, Phil's been amazing. Um, he's really one of my longest friends and um, a real inspiration to me and what an asset, not only to the station, but to the region. And um, really, um, I can't say enough good things about Phil. I know he's, that he's going to be really missed, except for the fact that he's still going to be around. So oh, we yeah. really are getting, we're, we're going to be able to keep Phil. But I am happy for him that he's allowed to retire and sleep in a little bit. Yeah, that's of a grueling, 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 brutal schedule that he's on yeah i did it once last week uh and um it was it was it was different from from doing this for sure so really 
it's it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy even do it once, but do it day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, as Phil did. And you could never pick up on any fatigue or anything. He was always shot out of a cannon as soon as he came in. So, yeah, real hell of a run. Absolutely hell of a run as the morning mayor. Now uh, the morning mayor emeritus. Uh, we'll miss him in that slot, but we'll look forward to him being involved in many other capacities here at WBSM. So, um, so, so, Chris, you said you had uh, some local stuff you wanted to talk yeah. to to us about. So, Marcus, you know, um, and our listeners know, we've been talking a lot with Evan Bielski, Lieutenant Bielski from the New Bedford Police Department. He's the president of the union. Uh, he and Vice President Haggerty have been updating their Facebook page about being losing offices to other departments, retirements, not being able to hire more, and just generally not having enough officers to fill shifts. Um, right. As Phil Devitt's been reporting, there's been some more violent crime, as you have in any city. But the reality of it is they're down police officers. I now have it. I'll count it as three sources to include the scanner being the third source. That the Sheriff's Department has had to come in now to back up the uh, New Bedford Police Department to do law enforcement duties here in the city because they've been down so few officers. They need additional law enforcement personnel and they're getting them from the Sheriff's Department. That's, that's, really, that's really interesting, Chris, because, you know, uh, there was a time where um, when Sheriff Hodgson was, was at the helm, that that was a that was a real discussion, right? Um, about whether or not the 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 sheriff should like you know um, sort of supplement the New Bedford Police Force, right? And, uh, and there was a lot of discussion too. I think during the campaign uh, with Hero yeah. and Hodgson about the raw, the law enforcement role of a sheriff. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just make it clear: it's not Sheriff Hero. It's the, these are actually um, the county. Um, Oh, okay. It's sheriff, it's, yeah, it's the Plymouth County Sheriff oh, okay. coming over and, and, and backing up. Sher- sheriff Ma- Sher- sheriff McDonald. Yeah, Sheriff McDonald uh, is, is backing up the New Bedford Police Department. Um, but what, my point being is that the New Bedford Police are down so many officers that they're calling in the, the neighboring county uh, Sheriff's Department to, to come over to back them up. At yeah. And it's not just once it's happened now. It's multiple times. And I've got it from multiple sources. To include the scanner, I don't want to trigger an internal affairs investigation over New Bedford. Right, but yeah. It is, uh, as has happened before. But the, um, the fact of the matter is, is that New Bedford's a, a city, got no more crime than any other city, but we are down police officers, and something has to be done quickly. I know the chief is trying to do it. I know the mayor has tried to implement some things, but... And that's not and and, and 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 that's not something like this sort of mutual aid structure that they're going with right now. That's not something that's commonplace. That that no. that uh, that is that from my understanding with something like that that feels like a more of a last resort type of thing. I would agree with you, Marcus. Yeah. It seems like they've called everybody in from the police department, but they don't have enough guys or or guys are sick or out on injury whatever the fact and they have a crime scene because crime doesn't wait, so they're calling around and they're, and they're getting, uh, in this case, Plymouth County Sheriff to come over. So it is. Um, we got to thank the Plymouth County Sheriff, but while we know that the lack of law enforcement officers' availability is a national crisis, 
um, it, it's affecting us locally. And, mm. and more has got to be done. It's obvious. So yeah, uh, I, I, it's just you, you got to you wonder what what can be done. Um, yes, it is. You know, Marcus, I would say that when I was a recruiter in the medical field, when we ran into situations like this, and we did, we just threw money at it. Yeah, I know the taxpayers don't like hearing that, but um, the problem is. As for the medical field, you've got you need a long runway because yeah. these people need a lot of training, um, right. background checks. And by the way, some people find out they don't like the profession; they yeah. don't want to do it anymore. And right. I don't blame them because it's a tough job. Um, right. You know that's just the reality. Some people get burned out in their career; they want to go to another department. Um, but this is where we're at. Um, and as you know, Marcus. Not hyperbole. You're right there. You hear the same news I do. Right. They're taking guns off the street. People are being shot. Oh, I think uh, it was the last time we had Lieutenant Bielski on. They were talking about the um, the trampoline park uh, gun incident. Right. You know we we can we can ask the police to be heroes, but you can't ask them individuals to work 24 hours a day. Right. The reality of it is that many of them already work. Right. And we need more bodies, good bodies, you know. Again, you don't want to do what you've seen in other departments. And I get that, where they just hire anybody, right? You've, we saw that. I think that that was one of the root causes of the problem in the abuse in the Nashville case, was that they had just gone out and lowered their standards to hire. So it really is a problem. You don't want to lower your standards. Um and you only have so much money, but we need to attract more police to the New Bedford Police Department. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Chris, I, I did want to uh, I, I did want to um, ask you about. The, I did want to ask you this question. I was talking a little bit about it last night about um, that poll that came out that had Charlie Baker beating Elizabeth Warren in a Senate race. Um, uh, you know, hypotheticals are nice. I, I feel like if Charlie Baker runs as a Republican. You know, he's his, you get the same Alan Fung type of scenario, right? Where I think the voters are eventually going to come home. Um, but if you ran as an independent, maybe because New England has a little bit of history on that, uh, and, yeah. uh, electing independents like Bernie Sanders and uh, Agnes King. What do you think? Well, first of all, I think Charlie Baker has gone home to the NCAA, so he's not yeah. coming back. The Charlie king of Baker sports. Walking through that door, right? Yeah, he's the king of sports. Why would you give up being the king of sports to be one of a right. hundred senators, sit in a budget meeting for twelve hours, right? Poor yeah. old Celtic coach. Yeah, Charlie Baker's not coming through that door, folks. <laughs> um, so Rick the Petino. reality of it is, is that I think that Baker. Well, if he ran, he would have to run as a Republican because I think running as independent, unless he spent a lot of money explaining that you know you need party infrastructure and yeah. i don't just mean i don't mean um the Massachusetts republican party i'm not the rnc you're like the more like the rn uh the uh, the rscc something like that right yeah, or, or the governor's the national government republican governor's, governors yeah right yeah which charlie was, was was the head of right look if charlie baker ran and again he's not he's not gonna do it but <laughs> if not. he ran um I think he would give Liz Warren a good fight. 
I think you he would have a, a decent chance. Is Liz Warren even know where we are anymore? I mean, she she tried to run for president, and I I don't hold that against her because national ambitions are good. And, and, and in if, fact, if, if you can be the president. You can be a senator, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah. In, and in fact, actually, yeah. she she for a time looked like the front runner uh, early on, very early on in the campaign. Uh, in the in yeah. the campaign, right? But she did for a yeah, time. So look I, like don't, the front I, line. I don't hold it against Liz Warren. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a. But that being said, it's good for you when your senator becomes the president. But that didn't happen, right? She, and there's no evidence to me that she's done what. Ted Kennedy did. After Ted Kennedy couldn't beat um, Jimmy Carter, he settled into the Senate where he did a lot of really important work. Yeah. Because he knew he was not going to be president. Right. I'm not sure that Liz Warren has gotten there, at least if she has. And again, I have given Liz Warren a lot of credit because I think she's done some important legislation. Oh, I for sure. I don't know if she's given up her dream to be the be the president. Um. If she does, if she did, I think she'd be really hard to beat in Massachusetts. But her current posture is that she's a reluctant senator who wishes she could be president. Yeah, right. Again, Charlie Baker's not coming to that door, folks. <laughs> and, uh, but Elizabeth Warren does uh, live in Cambridge, which is fairly close, closer than us to Fenway Park, where you could... Um, B, on Sunday, if you want to download the WBSM app or if you have it already and message us, you have until 9 o'clock this evening to tell us what's your uh, who would you bring to the, the Red Sox game and why. Their Mother's Day tickets, 7 p.m. against the Cardinals, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. And so you're going to want to you're gonna wanna get a hold of these four tickets from our friend, from your friend, from your former mayor, Scott Lang, uh, of the law firm of uh, Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard. Chris, we have some app chat messages. So, yeah, so um, we've had a few that we've read uh, over over uh, over time. We have uh, Steve in Mattapoisit, who says, I would bring uh, my three sons. Um, they, I've watched them play baseball throughout their whole lives, and uh, we like to go to a Red Sox game. Oftentimes, we don't have the opportunity. Um, we have Joe in New Bedford, who says... If I were fortunate enough to win the Red Sox tickets, I would take my father, who just turned 90. We haven't been there in a while, and obviously it's unsure how many more chances we might have. Uh, Ooh, I like that one, Mark. I like that one, too. I, I, I think that's really cool. Um, I have another one who says, I'd bring my father. Uh, I would bring my father as well. I remember watching the 2004 World Series, and he wept uh, as <laughs> he wept. Uh, as the final out uh, was happened in the uh, in the in the uh, Cardinals game um, in the uh, in the World Series, and uh, it would be great to have him experience another uh, Red Sox game as well. Um, we also have uh, we also have Joe, another Joe from Plymouth, who says I would bring my mother. It's Mother's Day, and uh, she is one of the biggest Red Sox fans. That I know, and I would probably bring my son and my daughter as well. So a lot of good memories, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good messages here. We're taking them until until nine o'clock, and we'll reveal the winner. Uh, so I like that Plymouth message. My my only fear is that depending on how big she is, you might not be able to fit in one of those seats. You're not that big. Well. <laughs> 
Yeah. Biggest Red Sox fan. Oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Chris, um, what else is on your mind? Well, you know, I do think that the um, – I like the Boston Globe. I used to joke I read it so you don't have to. Today, I encourage people to read it. But I do have to think they – it's amazing to me. They're not really covering any of the immigration stuff or any of the um, the Biden financial stuff that has come out. I, I got the paper specifically uh, yesterday on the way to dialysis to, to check in on what the Globe is going to report on. Right. I was really um, – I think they've done a good good job covering our local area. They've gotten better with that. Well, we uh, had Matt Stout um, on. Remember you had the, the, the no, story? Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why I hate to criticize the – the paper, and it's not an individual, it's, a, it's the organization that's made the call. But we've got, I would love for them to be able to refute what the Republicans are saying about the Biden, because I think it's a dark chapter in our country. If they don't come up with a real, some real good explanations, wow, that money's come in. But also, the fact that the immigration story, everybody, other news organizations is covering it. Many who had ignored it for years and left it all to Fox News, um, and, and, and save news back, um, are now reporting on it. So I was a little let down by the fact that the Globe isn't even covering the local angles on this. Because as I said to you, there are um, Rhode Island, I mean, Channel 12 is covering it because the hotels over there are being inundated with, with uh, homeless migrants to the point where homeless Rhode Island people are being expelled. Um, you have stories, as I just told you, that are going to break soon about hotels in, in Bristol County that are, that are being inundated with, with migrants who have no resources. Um, and they need a place to stay. We understand. So they're, they're coming into the hotels. And you just wonder how much of that the Boston Globe had to ignore to come up with their front-page newspaper. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I think it's, it's uh, maybe it's something that will come out in the coming days. Hopefully it does. If they can put a positive spin on it, I'd love to read it. Of course. Um, after all, we, they're going to get driver's licenses in July. So let's not act like we didn't invite them here. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. I didn't vote for that law. I voted against it. The legislature voted for it. The Republican Party in a feeble attempt to try to turn out more voters, which I think, unfortunately, Burgo picked up on, um, put put the ballot measure on the, on the ballot, and then they got smoked. Um, but I know that many of our listeners agreed with me and Chris Markey and a few others to say that extending illegal aliens' driver's privileges in Massachusetts was probably not a good idea. But that being said, the voters didn't agree with me. So we have laid out a carpet um, to all these migrants to come to Massachusetts and get driver's licenses. So I hope they'll take up, take up the legislature on that offer. Yeah. We'll we'll soon we'll soon see as that as that law is uh, is rolled out. I mean, there are a few other states with uh, I think there's like sixteen of them I with think it's sixteen. Yeah, with with similar laws on the books. So Rhode Island, if they want to stop Rhode Island, they can do that. Rhode, Rhode Island is they have it. Rhode Island, you can get a, yeah, you can get a driver's license in Rhode Island. Oh, cool. Undocumented, yeah. So um, the I don't know if you can get it as an undocumented American. 
you got in trouble here and don't have a driver's license, if you can go to Providence and apply for one. I'm not sure. But um, I know if you're um, coming up from, say, Haiti or uh, Columbia, you can go to Rhode Island or Massachusetts. Well, for our listeners in Haiti and Columbia, uh, I hope they, uh, you know, uh, take advantage of the opportunity. So, uh, so, so. Undoubtedly they will. So, uh, so, uh, so Chris, I got to take this break here. Are you going to hold or? Um... No, I, I think, I think Marcus, I'm going to let you go, but um, I keep those stories coming in. I'll be interested to hear how they turn out for the night. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. All right, I'll be, thanks, Marcus. Love you. Bye-bye. So, hey, listen, uh, I see some calls in line. We're going to get to them right after this break. Welcome back to the show. Again, we're giving away Red Sox tickets. See your calls online. We're going to get to them. We're giving away Red Sox tickets. Send us an app chat message um, before 9 o'clock on the WBSM app. Tell us who you'd bring to the Red Sox game and why. And uh, that is on uh, Sunday, 7 p.m. against the St. Louis Cardinals. So you'll want to catch that game. Um, uh Thanks to our friends and your friends at Lang, the law firm of Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard, and uh, former New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang. Good evening. You're live. Hey, Marcus. How you doing? Hey, Barry. What's up? Hey, first and foremost, I think it's important to uh, to thank uh, Scott Lang for donating those tickets. Marcus, did you ever go to the uh, Skybox when I had the Skybox? No, I was never invited, Barry. Oh, cut it out. I was never invited. I, I, at the end of the day, it, it is so cool when you can get somebody that's never been to a game to be that close to a game. So kudos to uh, to Scott Lang. Absolutely. Yeah, uh-huh. no, he's had those tickets. They're season tickets, so he's had them for a long time. And uh, big Red Sox fan, and uh, I know big baseball guy, and uh, really uh, appreciate his sponsorship and um, his engagement with the audience. Yeah, but when you, Marcus, respectfully, when you can put somebody that close to a game, it's a totally different experience. It really mm-hmm. is. And um, uh, so Chris McCarthy, like, uh, you know, kind of scares me a little bit because I'm still a Democrat. And uh, so I want to talk to you quickly about the most important day besides uh, Good Friday is Mother's Day. And that's coming up, right? And your mom, Pam, my mom, most important people in our lives. They, they influenced us for our basically our belief systems, correct? Democratic or not, would you say? Say that again. Your mom, my mom, my mom especially influenced me for my belief systems, whether, you know, whether uh, Bishop Stang, Catholic Church, or, and or Democrat or Republican. Did your mom do that for you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And uh, still, I lost my mom last year. And Mother's Day is coming up, but uh, and Pam, your mom, great mom, Stephanie, and uh, but I believe that. Don't you believe that our moms influenced us, or our parents influenced us to be? I called the other day with Chris Markey, and do you not believe that our parents influenced our uh, decision or, or, or belief system, Democrat or Republican? Um. Yeah, in some ways. I would say so. Yeah, I've definitely been. Uh, I've definitely diverged from some of my parents' opinions on stuff, especially my dad. Yeah, I, I know you have. I know you have. But um, and Marcus, uh, I, the only reason I'm still a Democrat, I'm gonna be honest with you, is because of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. What you what you talk about. So so, anyways, you know, kudos to our moms, and uh, I, I am my mother's son, and I know you are too. But uh, 
So crazy story this week, right? I'm on all these uh, think tanks and um, people, insurance companies that develop different products. So over the years, you know, products have been developed, uh, you know, life insurance, um, you know, disability or whatever. So this week, this is nuts. And it goes to what Chris is talking about. So they're developing a product that's called a murder or assault policy product for bodegas and uh, markets for assaults that that happen in uh, in the United States. I I believe me. I don't even know what. What do you think about this? So, what's the product? I'm unf- I'm 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 unclear on that. Uh, so, so for a uh, a market like a bodega, right? So you would have um, you know business interruption. You would have uh, property casualty. Somebody comes in, slips and falls. There's a cry for a policy to underwrite uh, a violent crime, huh? An assault. Yep. I, I honestly, God, Marcus, I came home said to Stephanie, I, I was like, I, I can't even believe it, but we got somebody to underwrite it. So, and it's going to cover employees, workers of, because uh, a lot of these people aren't, aren't even on the books. Right. And if they are assaulted, and think about this. Now, I'm a Democrat, you're a Democrat. So these people that work uh, at, you know, we sit on TV all the time, right? So you're in a uh, 7-Eleven or a bodega or, or wherever, and they come in and rob you. These people might be family members. They might not be on the books, covered on the books, but we're going to pay $250,000 to cover the the uh, injuries, the medical expenses, the time out of work. And, and, and it's, it's huge volume that they want. Like, yeah. when did this happen, Marcus? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's really interesting that that can be covered. Supersonic interesting because yeah. it, it's, uh, it's, it's outside the realm. We've got underwriters. We've got the way to cover this. We've got the way to do this. But there is a huge cry for this. Yeah. In, inner city Democratic Conference of Mayors because if, if this is going to continue to happen... Think about the poor person that is just, you know, working the cashier, the, the register, or stalking uh, the shelves, and there's a violent crime. Mm-hmm. And they're harmed by the violent crime. And they're not on the books, respectfully, Marcus, right, with all the immigrants, uh, you know, the, the people coming over the border. These people aren't on the books. And um, part of the underwriting is that as long as there's going to be any kind of video or or uh, uh, documentation of this, whether they're on the books or not, we're going to, the, the, this carrier is going to pay for that because think about the guy that gets hurt. Right. He's got no insurance. What about his family? What about the uh, crime scene and the bodega can't even stay open? Right. It, it's, a, it's a needed policy. Yeah. And I've been on many of these uh, think tanks. And, uh, you know, back in the day, I didn't think uh, nursing home coverage was going to work. Right. 40 years ago. But um, I I think we just have to continue to think outside the box. And I think that, Marcus, we're going to get through this together. I know Chris keeps uh, 
uh, I don't want to say pummeling us about what's going on, but we we need to have corrective measures. And, For sure. Uh, yep. And what's Sunday, Marcus? Sunday's Mother's Day. Love you, Mom. She's great. Thanks, Barry. Appreciate it. Send my best Take to Steph. Appreciate it. Thank yep. you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Love you, Marcus. So, hey, listen, I got to take this break. We got some more app chat messages to read, and we will read them. Um, again, if you want to participate in the uh, Red Sox ticket giveaway, we've got four tickets to the Red Sox on Sunday. That's Mother's Day, 7 p.m. at Fenway Park. Red Sox and Cardinals. Four tickets. So, um, give us a... Uh, Give us an app chat message. Tell us who you'd bring to the Red Sox game. Mother, child, father, friend, loved one, spouse, and why. Pets. You can't really bring pets, right? Um, probably not a great place for pets. Unless you have a service animal. Then, you you know, I think that's fine. I don't know, actually. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's fine. But uh, I got to take a break. We'll be right back. 1420 WBSM, where freedom of speech lives. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle, an after school home, a section of my block, a corner to call my own? With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at YMCA.org for a better us. One in four Americans have a disability. I'm one of them. I'm also a working mom who cares deeply about making sure every child with a disability thrives by getting their access needs met. We've got a trusted ally by our side. Easter Seals provides children and families the foundation for lifelong success through early learning programs, skills training, and prep for college and career. That's my Easter Seals. Make it yours. Join us at EasterSeals.com. Have your voice heard right now on South Coast Tonight. Call 508-996-0500 or send an app chat message on the WBSM app. Now, back to Chris and Marcus. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrell. I'm here with you till 10. Happy Friday, happy almost Mother's Day, and happy Red Sox giveaway. So we're giving away four tickets uh, donated by former New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang of the Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard Law Firm, a great local law firm, a great sponsor of this show. We appreciate former Mayor Lang and uh, his uh, not only his regular participation here at South Coast tonight, but his engagement with the audience and his generosity with his uh, season tickets. Four tickets for the Mother's Day game at 7 p.m. Four tickets for the Mother's Day game at 7 p.m. All you got to do is use the WBSM app. If you don't have it, download it. It's free. It's free in part due to our great sponsors like... Langex, Ferris, and Bullard, who are giving away these tickets. So, 
you got to do is message us and, and tell us who you would bring to a Red Sox game and why. We've had a lot of people talk about friends, family, um, mothers, fathers, kids, spouses. So a lot of good stories um, that uh, we're happy to share uh, with you. Tori in Freetown says, I would bring my husband. He's a diehard Red Sox fan. We've gone to all the Red Sox parades since they first won back in 2004. Yeah, I mean, first one in our lifetime, right? And um, what a great opportunity it would be. So uh, we thank you, Tori, in Tori in um, in Freetown for your message. 508-996-0500 is how you can join us this evening. We can also take your messages on the WBSM, on the w, on the W. BSM app again. I wanted to congratulate again our uh, our friend Phil Paleologus on signing off as the morning mayor uh, this morning. Uh, this morning on Friday it was a wonderful show. Um, I think you saw a lot of great responses from people in the community. Showed what an impact he had in the community, and uh, he's not only been a great host here, he's been a great friend uh, to to Chris, me, and everybody here at WBSM. So, wish him the best. We know we'll see him around here in many capacities, um, but we appreciate his fantastic run as the morning mayor in WBSM. So, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We're giving away Red Sox tickets again. You want to download the WBSM app? We've gotten a bunch of great app chat messages in today. If you don't have the app, download it. You can. Uh, if you do have the app, you just click on the app. It's. If you want to download it, it's free. It's the best way. It's honestly the app's the best way to engage with the content. I think it is. You have everything there in one simple app. You have all the stories that we write. Which, by the way, you should look at, you should read, you should click on. It's important. It helps us, helps the show. All the stories that we write, that I write, that Tim writes, Kate, et cetera, Barry. Um, and all of the podcasts, you can listen live, you can read the stories, and you can message the hosts. You, can mess- you just got to click on the, you know, message the hosts. And you just click on the app chat message, message us, and we will read it. We also, you can also um, listen to all of our podcasts. Our complete podcast library is here uh, from South Coast tonight. So let's say you wanted to relive the magic of the Bristol County Sheriff's debate, right? Back in October, um, you can because it's there. Uh, It's in the podcast library. So the WBSM app is great. It's the best way to engage with our content. It's the best way to experience our content, to get it as simply and as easily as possible. You get get breaking news updates for weather, for traffic, for for, uh, ongoing crimes, for be on the lookout, um, for breaking news in local politics or local goings on. You know, I wrote a recent piece on... Uh, New Bedford's the baker, Brandon Roderick, moving into, uh, or not moving into, but opening a restaurant in the Old Elizabeth's in Fairhaven Center. So you can check that out too. Um, on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. So message us, who would you bring to a Red Sox game and why? And we will read it on the air and we will uh, we will draw a winner. 
at the 9 o'clock hour. So you have till 8.59 and 59 seconds. 8.59 and 59 seconds. If it comes in at 9, it's too late. So 8.59 and 59 seconds. Send it, send it in. We will read it on the air. We will draw a winner at... We will draw a winner after the 9 o'clock news. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. 508-996-0500 is how you can join me. We can take your messages on the app chat. We're talking a little bit about the um, the lifting of Title 42, which was a Trump-era uh, immigration policy that was carried over to the Biden administration um, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it's... Uh, it gave the it gave the federal government essentially greater latitude to turn people away at the border that has since been lifted. Um, you know, frankly, I think one of our I, I frankly think the inefficiencies with our immigration system and when we talk about the crisis and the over the backlogs and the the flaw, you know whatever the the surge and whatever you want to call it the caravans, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we aren't really all that welcoming to begin with. Uh, you think you got people that want to make this intrepid here. Um, it's a dangerous intrepid, one that could, uh, it's a, not only a dangerous, uh, it's a dangerous intrepid, one that could, and uh, one that could land them in legal trouble even here in the United States. Uh, a lot of them coming from Latin American countries, not all of them, but a lot of them coming from Latin American countries where they're leaving some pretty dire conditions. Ones that I've argued before. Uh, that we are directly responsible for here in Massachusetts, or not here in Massachusetts, here in the United States, and by extension, Massachusetts, here in the United States, um, with our meddling in other uh, other Latin American countries' um, system uh, uh, elections and democratically uh, democratically held elections, et cetera, our regime change policies uh, over in the Latin American countries. So I always say, if If we were to have a system that didn't that didn't bottleneck people at the border, that was more that was more inviting, that had a less stringent but thorough process of uh, allowing migrants to settle here, to participate in the labor market in a meaningful way, and to partic- uh, and thus better participate. In society, I think it'd make us a better country. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. All right. So I have a question. So a lot of these um, migrants that are coming up here are paying ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars to coyotes, correct? And they're getting into servitude after the women are getting raped, the kids are getting lost. Why do? To an immigration lawyer, there must be tons of immigration lawyers on this side that they could contact and pay them that money and get in legally. Well, I mean, apparently not, right? Um, well, I don't know about that. I mean, so, so I mean, I, I, come on, they want them in. They obviously want them in. There's got to be some people that are just dying to help them get in legally. They're putting them in houses, uh, two hundred of them at a time, that they can't go out. They take their IDs away from them. They take their passports. They make them sit on their knees so nobody can see them through the windows. They put them in oil tankers and trucks. And all you have to, if you've got twenty thousand dollars that you you got, there are immigration lawyers. People do it from other countries and get immigration lawyers that, that don't live on the border. 
that can't surge over. Other people do it from other countries and pay the money and get in. How would they? How would they contact the immigration attorneys? On online. Online, yeah. They, everybody has phones. So if they have and internet access, not everybody, not everybody, oh. not everybody yeah. has internet access or phones. Not everybody. You have twenty thousand dollars, then you've got a cell phone. It's no. Not, I mean, you got twenty thousand dollars to pay to a coyote. You have a cell phone. Uh, you have to. No, I don't necessarily think that's true. I think that twenty thousand dollars could have been, could have. Uh, I think that twenty thousand uh, that twenty. First of all, I mean, I don't think it's twenty thousand dollars per person, right? It could be anything, but what I'm saying is, take out a hundred dollars to get yourself a phone. And call somebody out and of isn't, all isn't, that money that you're paying to coyotes. I think twenty thousand dollars is a bit high, isn't it? Okay, even six. Okay, six. So you take out a hundred dollars yeah, and I, you get yourself a little phone that you put minutes on, and you start calling places along the border or these nonprofit companies. You look it up online. How do we get help getting into? But the, the problem, I think, part of the problem, is, I think, part of the problem is because obviously coyotes are a very dangerous process. Uh, a very dangerous um it's a it's a very dangerous way to migrate into the country i think if someone's using a coyote that means their options are fairly limited and again i don't think it's twenty thousand dollars it's probably a lot less than that because they could be criminals or they don't need asylum i don't think that's i don't think that's i don't think that's fair to assume at all what about the people from the middle east or europe or wherever they come from and they don't have a border to run across how do they get here? They use the money and they get an immigration lawyer and they, they have it. They submit because it. they have it. Well, they have it too. They Martin, don't. Come on, $6,000 for a coyote and you don't have, you can't, you can't pay that How are you getting lawyer? these figures? Because that's what they tell us all over the, these shows that they, they put on and everybody, they ask, how much money did you pay to a coyote? And they tell you, you got an in- interpreter on the news and they say, we spent $8,000 on the coyote. We spent $16,000 on a coyote. There's all kinds of prices that they charge and they've got money. They don't give mm-hmm. the, so you think coyotes are taking 200 bucks and bringing them across? No, I think Come it's on. probably like two, you know, maybe a couple grand or something like that. I think but it's again, a lot more than that. Uh, again, again, we don't have a. Again, part of the part of the reason coyotes are even able to make a business, it's kind of like uh, prohibition or you know the drug war. The part of the reason why people are able to criminalize these things is because there we've essentially criminalized um we've essentially criminalized illegal immigration or, or or we've essentially criminalized most channels of immigration that people used to enjoy right and so are used to be able to access so the fact that coyotes are able to make a business it's because it's hard to get into the country right How come we're not and they, you'd have to probably be pretty de- you'd have to probably be pretty desperate you probably have to be pretty desperate. Well, the what's the difference between, highest. I don't know, what's the difference between an Eastern or uh, what's the difference between a Western European country and a country like Nicaragua? What do you think the they difference is between someone who lives there and who... Our, they don't have access to our border. That's the difference. It's not. Because you don't have much money if you're So you think people Romania. are making this intrepid up from, up from Central America, right? Making this dangerous intrepid up from Central America just because there's access to the border? Because you don't have people from Turkey doing it. You don't have people from Syria doing it. We had to bring in the Afghanistans because they didn't have a border. Well, I mean, They're half, I, I mean, at least half it. of our, at least half of our, I mean, at least half of our, uh, half of our, uh, that's actually not even true. At least half of the immigrants okay. in this country came in through a legal port of entry and then overstayed their illegal status. So it's not even so, true of at least like half so, of the immigrants here. How, how come 
other countries, all those other countries I just spoke of, other poor countries in Western in Western Europe or Eastern Europe or whatever, how come they're not what complaining poor that we can't get in? What poor countries? Like, like Romania, like like Poland, like a lot of again, those a lot places. of people enter through legal. They fly in through in a plane. They yeah. can you can fly into the country and overstay right. your legal but status. They're not, but they're like, not, oh, we don't have a problem with illegal people from those countries. Mm. No, we don't. No, we don't. They could fly into Mexico and get in for free. They wouldn't have to fly here. They could fly in. No, they, what do you mean they could fly in from Mexico and get in for they free? They could fly into Mexico and then walk over the border. Well, why would they fly into Mexico when they can fly into the, the United States? Well, so could those people from Nicaragua for $2,000. You could fly into the United States for that. Yeah, right. Um, sure. You can't? You can't? Yeah. You, I don't you know how much airport a, yeah yeah I think it's a matter of I think it's a matter of airport access the conditions of the country that might cause you to flee right so airports are regulated by the seven, government a lot of people are fleeing seven. a lot of people are uh, airports are regulated by the government a lot of people are fleeing their government so taking an airplane to flee your government might not be the safest way to do that but I don't see anybody in Eastern Europe complaining that we're not letting them in yeah I wonder why we got to we, because it's, they're not getting, they don't get over on a border. That's why. I, I got to take a break. I appreciate the call, man. Okay. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. Here till 10. Give me a call, 508-996-0500, and we will reveal the winner of the Red Sox giveaway. Thanks to Lang X Affairs and Bullard, the law firm of Lang X 